0: Hi, my friends. Welcome back to the divine experience podcast. I'm so excited you're here joining us today. We're covering a lot of really fun topics and we're learning a lot along the way, especially with our audio issues. There are only a couple of minutes of it. So bear with us and skip ahead if you must, but I'm super excited that you're joining us. So sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Divine Experience podcast. I'm your host. My name is McKenna, and this is my best friend Olivia here co-hosting with me today, Mm -hmm. and we're very excited to have our friends back. Mm -hmm. So welcome. Hi. Um, We are pretty zinned out, actually, because, first of all, we've been hanging out all day, and we've realized (laughs) we had a lot of conversations that should have been recorded for the podcast, Um, but (laughs) so it goes. (laughs) We'll just let you in on some of those conversations and topics we've covered, though. Uh, We also just did an impromptu sound Bath, it was so have, nice. It yeah. was my first
1: one. I've like, you were like, I've been doing sound baths, and so I tried to like listen to the sounds on my phone,
0: yeah, which is how
1: you got introduced to them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't like it, it's and, not the same. And there's you know, like you said, there's so many different frequencies and stuff, and I it just wasn't resonating with me figuratively, literally. And I was just like, I you know, because your phone sounds so weird, yeah, and uh, so I just like turned them off and. When you just did that in there, like my it was like having like I could feel the sound waves like in my body. And then you like tapped the thing and I was like,
0: Yes. that's what it felt
1: like. And I was like, oh God, I feel like uh, I told her I, I feel like uh I took a nap, but I'm not all groggy. <laughs> yeah. Could, could be the caffeine. That one.
0: is. Oh, the caffeine. We did go to Starbucks today. I had a decaf coffee, and I'm I'm pretty caffeine sensitive, like mm-hmm. intolerant. Um, but as I've been working through my anxiety and I was trying to find a headache today, I was like, let's try some, some decaf and I'm ready, I'm ready to go. Yeah, um, our plan it? is to go. We're going to go
1: out tonight. We're going to do it. Yeah, we
0: are. And we're going to leave late.
1: Right. Because So here's the thing. Um, <laughs> well, like, <laughs> I'll come over here at like noon and We'll plan lunch, but then we won't go to finally eat till, like, 4 and say it's lunch, but then say we're going out, and then we'll hang out till 7.30 and then head back to the house because we're like, I'm poked, you know? Yeah, we're
0: socialed out, and then we watch Netflix, or the night's over, and we go home, and, like, which I love. I don't want to not have daytime hangouts. Yeah. We just need to remember. To transition to nighttime. and, and we can even have like breaks in our day like we can do the Netflix and chilling part in the middle yeah. of it oh you know what I mean like we can just chill the fuck out after this you know what yeah. I mean we've got a few hours and then later when we get hungry because we always get hungry late at night even if you have an early dinner you're yeah. always gonna get hungry later the night is young then at <laughs> 9 30 on a Saturday I
1: really like how we're you know, 30 years old and a little bit younger, respectively, but we're talking to, about this like it's some, point... like, <laughs> huge break
0: in the system of, like, did you know that you can stay out late? We used to stay out so late when we I were know. kids. Like, we would, I remember going to college, or even just in high school, and parties would not start until after 9pm, and I... Would... I mean, 11! It was like, yeah. oh my well, God, that was we were so always late.
1: partying at, like, started at 8 because so we planned the party but then yeah. people like regular people <laughs> you know right you guys probably a lot of you guys showed up at like 11 like alright we've been hanging out all day we ate dinner we got ready together we had some chill time we centered ourselves we made a game plan we're ready to go yeah. and now we showed up to the party we are ready to talk to boys and I was just like
0: What (laughs) up? We've been drinking all day. (laughs) We've been here the whole
1: time. My socially anxious ass was like, oh, I didn't know there was like a system that made this
0: better. Yeah. Well, I think I well, it's not like we're taught the system. It's just Mm. like expected of you to magically know as you're socializing and growing up. You know, and like I think when I stopped like partying, Mm -hmm. like because I haven't drank since 2018. Same. And (laughs)
1: Go us. Wasn't planned that way. No, it was an accident. We We both accidentally
0: stopped drinking around the same times. We weren't even really hanging out. And then later on, when we hung out, we were like, oh, I don't really drink anymore. Me neither. Me neither. We We were were like, mocktails. (laughs) And it's so fun. Don't (laughs) sleep on mocktails. No, mocktails fall asleep. Especially like, hey, if you own a bar or
1: restaurant, you don't have like one or two mocktails like ready to go. One or
0: two. You need like an eight menu mocktail list. But at least
1: something. Like anytime we go somewhere, I'm like, Really, you go. Do you have a mock Do you have any mocktails and they're always like Yeah, yeah they
0: look at us like we're crazy no. a lot of the and time. And I'm like, "You
1: do you have a ginger beer? Like let's put it on ice and yeah. call it a mule. Can
0: you put some cherry juice and pineapple juice and like throw a flower in it? Boom." Yeah. A fucking umbrella. Yeah. Do like you
1: can have a Coke.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? I can't can't have caffeine so that's yeah. not an option, right?
1: So, <laughs> just uh, yeah, uh, you know. Give us some options. Yeah, mocktails
0: are good. I'm out
1: here spending five to seven dollars on mocktails
0: if you got them. Yeah, yeah, we'll literally pay drink prices for mocktails and tip the server as if we've obviously been. Yeah. Like, we're we're not going to, it's not because we're cheap. No, I actually went out
1: last night to see uh, a new friend at her job. And when I was, all I had was a Red Bull in a pint glass topped off with soda because they didn't have any other like juices and stuff, which I should have asked if they had pineapple juice. Red Bull and then mixed with stuff if you can do caffeine. Is really good. Um, and it feels like you're having a drink. And, uh, which, not that you need to have, but it just feels fun, if that makes yeah. sense. Like, it just feels like I'm not just having soda water, which is great, but not all the time. Yeah. But when I left, so my tab was $3.25, because after that, I had soda water, because I don't want, like, eight Red Bulls. And uh, I was like, here's a 20. And she was like, your tab was, like, $3.25. And I was like, yeah, but I've been here for two, three hours, yeah. like. How you else are you going to make me. money yeah. off of me? Yeah. yeah, you've been coming and checking on me and making yeah. sure you're all cool. Like,
0: yeah. seeing if I'm having fun. Yeah. Like, It's, it's not, not about... about- not buying something right or not spending the money it's about like i still want to enjoy myself and go out and feel like i get yeah, to drink fun something. things and try things like i'm a foodie i'm a taster i'm yeah. an experiencer something yummy yeah. yeah so it's fun to go and have like a fun little cute drink with your friends and to cheers each other and not feel like i mean i drink a lot of ro- water don't get me wrong like water is great but it's fun to, to twist it up a little bit so yeah. mocktails more wow. mocktails please more that mocktails. would be but I feel like there's definitely that's that. that that's becoming a movement more like yeah. I think more yeah. and more people are vocalizing that they're not drinking or that they want drink options that are non-alcoholic
1: yeah and normalizing like it's fine if yeah. you don't drink or it's it's oh, yeah. also maybe maybe even like It's even weird that the norm is, like, pushing alcohol on people. Uh, Yeah, I realized that as soon as I stopped
0: drinking, I was like, wait, wait, this this is weird. Because it seems so normal to me to always be drinking. It's the
1: only thing, it's one of the only things that you stop doing that you have to explain to, like it's a yes. it's a thing that's not great for you but when you stop doing it you have to
0: explain to people or like when you start dating or hanging out with people you have to be like well I mean I don't care if you do it I just had that conversation last night yeah. I was like I don't care if you drink or I went on a date recently where the guy we were both like foodies so we were there for like the tasting experience and he asked if I wanted a bottle of wine with dinner and I was like oh I don't drink but you feel free and the look of horror on his face he was like And I was like, it's okay. Okay. Like, you please order a bottle for yourself. Like, I don't, like, it has nothing to do with you. (laughs) Yeah. And
1: don't be wrong. I don't want to be around somebody who's trash faced either because, like, that's not fun for anybody. Anybody. Yeah. Well, here's that's not true. Like, that's
0: that's not true. It's fun for other trash
1: faced people. (laughs) Right. And, like, if that's you, that's also cool. Like, uh, I just recently listened to another podcast and they talked about, like, should your partying habits match your partner's like oh, to make it suitable Yeah. because they were talking about you know I don't want to date that trash face person anymore and they're like however when I was that trash that's who I was dating right. and it was I didn't care or notice because we were out being the same together and that was fine mm-hmm. I'm sure people were looking at us going like ink eh.
0: yeah well like but you had a partner in crime yeah but yeah <laughs> when you have a PIC like
1: that's cool but yeah. like I know now that a partner that I'm gonna have isn't I don't need someone who's like sober and like that's not the case yeah you no. know like i don't need it that doesn't have
0: to be a street list thing no yeah <laughs> and i
1: don't like i don't only want to date like reformed alcoholics yeah, right like right. i don't want that either and you know which not that i wouldn't want that, you know what i mean like <laughs> like trying to keep my pool open guys me. be careful not offend anyone uh but you know what i mean like just it's also it's if you want to have drinks like that's fine if you get a little drunky faced every once in a while it's kind of cute but like if you're getting belligerently drunk all the time and embarrassing me in public like you no thanks (laughs) yeah no thanks like i hung out with people who were drinking all last night like Mm -hmm. 75 year old guys playing pool and dancing but like that's fine it's my crowd (laughs) you know it was great. Hi, Steve. Um, but you know, like that's fine. And they like they had like four or five drinks a piece, and like had fun and got a yeah. little talkative, and were like, yeah. "Can we dance?" And got a little rocky on the feet. But, like yeah. it, that was it wasn't a problem, right? You know, and yeah. like that's fine and cool with me. But.
0: Yeah, man. I remember when I used to be a problem on alcohol. do. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> I didn't realize that I don't actually cry that much. Right. Like Like, like, when I was drinking uh, to deal with anxieties or mm -hmm. or numb stress or whatever, I would just have these meltdowns like all the time. And I I always like once I stopped drinking, I realized it was obviously alcohol induced. Like there were real issues I was crying about, but But I was like, oh, I I handle things so much stronger as a sober person because I feel like i don't have this like sense of no defenses right you know what i mean like all of my like my tools are gone because i've yeah drank them away <laughs> <laughs> um so this it's time. really interesting to see how you handle things or or, or like we were talking about like earlier things, things, that things that you haven't experienced in sobriety, sobriety, sobriety because you go oh i've only done, done that when i was drinking, drinking. like that, that was, was right. only an activity yeah. i partook in if I, I had alcohol, alcohol, do alcohol, do I know what like that, that feels that like, like yeah. as like a sober person? Do or I even do like, I like it? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so, it's Man, interesting. That's,
1: that is super interesting. Yeah, I feel like there are so many things. You know, um sex for me in general, like when I started having sex, it was like only when I was drunk mm-hmm. because I was so fucking anxious about it. I was like, I gotta have drinks to have sex. Yeah, and oh my god, yeah, yeah and. So very few times did I even have sex where I was fully sober at Mm -hmm. all. And um, when I got sober, I was like, this is weird. This is a little weird. Like, (laughs) okay, (laughs) and like, I'm still like a sexual person. So it wasn't it. It was just it was like the realization of like, oh, yeah, it's just you realize like, oh, how? How different am i going to be now and like yeah. what am i going to be into and not into and like yeah. i think the m- more like clear-headed but the more myself i become and i think because we've also been doing a lot of work on ourselves because i was about to Always. say you know i realized like when i was drinking there were things that i allowed in sex but now I'm like oh, no
0: thanks that part. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> right? You're like, "Oh, this All is sexy." And it's yeah. like, "No, that wasn't sexy. That's something that you thought that they wanted, and you were yes. drunk enough to let it happen."
0: Yes. Oh. Right? Yeah. Oh, the memories. I know. Let them flood back. There's Don't so let many. them flood back. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're so, so right how many times I've done like performative drunken sex <sighs> yeah rather than just and you got in, nothing out of it nothing. <gasps> nothing no but
1: you were just like i'm the it girl i'll do the yeah. thing where like, am i in
0: afterwards <laughs> <laughs> or, and the next day you're like <laughs> yeah or like that, that was, was fun. fun wish it wasn't with that, that guy that person yeah that was <laughs> that was, <him>.
1: was a <laughs> gift he didn't deserve yeah <laughs> I, I hope, hope he does. doesn't remember that was it <laughs> fucking christmas yeah <laughs> july
0: gross yeah <laughs> it's so interesting it's There's... so interesting to think about like just i don't know who who you are when you're when you're dabbling in things that aren't natural yeah. to you, you know i and...
1: i've had like this idea recently thinking about this type of stuff because when you have alcohol in your system and we we talk about like inhibitions and stuff like mm-hmm. that and things that you do with or without them and like mm-hmm. would you have done that thing but I've thought like, how do you, how do you release your inhibitions? <laughs> Feel the
0: rain on your skin. I just listened, I sang that in the shower like two days ago. Shut up, yeah, because awesome. I went out in the rain naked. Oh, we should talk Ooh, about that in a minute. We yeah. should. yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so like,
1: how do you? Alcohol releases your inhibitions, and like, in ways it can like you know it it makes me get on the dance floor and it makes me loosen up yeah. and people unwind with it or like whatever. But like, in what ways, and I'll just ask you this as a question, Mm -hmm. we'll talk about it this way, but like, in what ways do you release your inhibitions to feel more at one with yourself and more open to be free and do what you please, or be like sexually free, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, do you mean like just in general? like In in general now,
1: like now that you don't drink, is there a way... And I know this is not probably something you thought about so it's mm-hmm. okay.
0: Yeah, like, it's definitely a thinking question.
1: Yeah. Because I've thought about it and I
0: don't know. Like I don't are know if it's like in daily life or in like specific situations. No, specific
1: like like um like if you're getting ready to have sex, okay. you're going like to try to feel getting sexy out of your
0: head or yes. something. Yes, is
1: it like the getting ready? Is it putting Ooh, on something that's a great sexy? Question. You know what I mean? Yeah because usually like in the past Uh i would be like take a shot uh, yeah Yeah. well like (laughs) have a glass glass of wine 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 Mm -hmm. would get me there i'd be like i feel sexy i can do anything and then i would do anything i'd be like why did i do that (laughs) but but like it got me in that place of like i can i feel sexy and i i can get into my body and now I can still feel sexy and get in my body it mm. takes me a lot longer and really ooh, mm, okay hold up oh I'm what's feeling it it has to do with
0: it's the person that I'm yeah with. that's what I was about to that was my answer yeah like, and
1: like, it should be right yeah you should, be, you should the be, person be so you're
0: comfortable with. that you don't have to Right. There's always going to be hang-ups or there's going to be days where maybe you're not feeling yourself as more. Yeah. But like as you're explaining or as you're asking this, I'm thinking okay, I had um sex with one person for a long time mostly and I've just never had that experience with that person, right? And yeah. I we have like really incredible chemistry and I haven't had needing to get ready to get in the mood for them because mm-hmm. even when i think about this person like my i'm ready like our chemicals are just yeah they just vibe you're like loosen up and like yeah he and, can and walk in time. right now and be like yes, let's go. Like always i'm like always ready because just the, the chemical dynamic between us and the comfort i feel with him and the relationship that we've had and he has he's just clearly the type of person that he's just happy to be there and like grateful to be a yeah. part of it and like gets to like because he thinks of me as like a goddess and so yeah. like and you know that's why I have like this thing now where I'm like unless you think I'm a goddess like you're not that ain't sorry it. not sorry like it's like you're not I'm not gonna like lower myself you yeah. know what I mean to and I think I think in other situations where I felt like I needed to get prepared and I was just thinking about this because and we should talk about this about like exes or people in the past you've dated reaching out Um, and if you should connect with them or not, right? Because, like, you've mentioned, you've, like, texted with your ex and been friendly. Um, I had someone reach out recently that I I, had—I was seeing uh, for a brief time, and um, our chemistry was immediately there as soon as we started talking again. We really started talking by accident. And I was like, oh, this is great. Like, I already am, like, feeling it, you know? But I remembered, like, the sex we had was not— great even though like the chemistry was great and the making out was great and the conversation was great and I brought it up to him in this past conversation Mm -hmm. I was like I just didn't feel like it it was intimate I didn't feel like you were looking at me or talking to me and I felt unsure and he was like I think it was too soon like I don't think we were ready yet and I was like I agree actually I Mm -hmm. think that's a really valid point and I think that growing up you think you're supposed to have it sooner like I thought I I still think that that I'm supposed to be doing it and that's how we connect Mm -hmm. because I I receive love so strongly that way Mm -hmm. and and in the past received validation so strongly that way and with that person when I was getting ready to have sex with them and I knew they were coming over I had a lot of anxiety because I didn't feel ready but it wasn't But you were like trying to make make myself ready ready. I just wasn't ready So it just wasn't time
1: is comfortability like yeah. you when you oh, said it when you said it yes. I was like Duh. yeah but like but in that weird that I was like what do you do to make yourself ready for the thing and yeah. it's like you if
0: you don't want to do it you shouldn't be doing you just it. don't do it yeah it's once you're comfortable with that person and you can if you have that level of comfort you should be able to express to them I'm not feeling it right now or yeah. today or, or like i want to hey, get there but maybe i need a little yeah the, can you give me a foot massage you know what i mean or right. a bath or yeah. like you know whatever like I need foreplay yeah we all need foreplay yes foreplay it's an important emotionally and mentally yeah just as much physically and i think that that True. has a lot to do with it it's yeah because like, it's, it's not
1: just like i need foreplay like i need you to like go down on me that's not that's not it. No, it's like, I
0: need you to prime my mind. You know what I mean? And and yes. hopefully, in most cases, that happens naturally. Yeah, you know. like I
1: don't need you to just, I don't need you to just, while I'm watching a movie, stick your hands down my pants and no. be like, if I press a like clit a couple of times, <sighs> the
0: beep, beep, beep. I hate when I'm like kissing and then he just like. Nipple grab. What? Like, just nope. like immediate. I'm like, you didn't even touch like my back or my <laughs> neck or my shoulders. And they're yeah, just homie. like, grab. And I'm like, you're not pier. I'm not here for a piercing job. Like, that's yeah. what it feels like. You know what like. it feels
1: like? I'm not the human game of operation. <gasps> like, the guy yeah, so they're like, like tweet,
0: tweet, or the bop it. They're like, <laughs> For, for, I'm be, yeah. You're better at sound effects than I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. I think, because I, at first I was going to say, well, I think I do a lot of that in my mirror work that I talked mm-hmm. about last episode, just like spending time looking at myself and talking to myself in the yeah. mirror. But if it comes to having to get ready to have sex with someone, I officially at this point in my life, only recently, yeah. have come to this re- revelation. Um have decided that if I don't feel ready, that means I'm not ready. And Isn't I just it weird never to have to even myself, say that out yeah. loud? I just never gave myself that. I just it's, like, I yeah. had this programming that will like, we've been on this many dates and we're kissing and there's this, I'm A feeling these sexiness. sexual feelings and yeah. he's like feeling it and therefore, yeah. you know, and I, I think that, I mean, that comes from so many different levels of programming. Mm-hmm. But you know, happens. what's also interesting is you were like, you know,
1: well, he expects it now. Like we've been on this many dates, it's t- like it's time to have sex. Yeah. Because that's what he expects. So I need to get ready for that eventuality. Mm-hmm. But then with this guy that you're talking about, y'all had sex mm-hmm. and now that you're talking to him again and y'all are actually discussing the relationship in hindsight, yeah. he was like, I don't think we were ready and it's yeah. like I wish you just said that. Right. But said it, said that. she should have said I that. Have said we it. both should have yeah, said it. Yeah. Like because
0: yeah. we should have talked about it. Yeah yes and it's just so weird and was that... this weird like assuming thing yes yeah. on both parties yeah. but yeah it's so interesting like just that idea of like oh i thought this was what you wanted so i put everything that i want over here to give you what you want and they're like what is this this isn't yeah i didn't say that i didn't say that i didn't say oh, that that's not that's real something that we've been we play a game up.
1: called real or not real <laughs> yeah. um and it's where we'll you know you're in a relationship and you call your best friend and you're like, and then this happened. And I think that, and you go in this spiral where you're, you're. I mean, we make shit up because what we want is a narrative. Mm-hmm. We want a narrative to make what's happening make sense. Yeah. Why does this make sense? But for me, from my perspective. right. And so we create stories. And so we like to play a game where if some, one of us is spiraling, we go real or not real. Yeah. Like, is that something that, is potentially really happening yeah is that what they said or is that what we're assuming they said by their actions or what's happening it's a really helpful tool because yeah when we assume like everybody oh, it's knows so
0: easy to go off the rails and to just give yourself a full-on panic attack
1: <laughs> right and then later it's like it had it had nothing to do with yeah, that it had wasn't nothing that at to all. do
0: with that or they didn't say anything about that and we just fully like become our own I I, I like ideas but I, I just feel like it comes from this pro this programming you know yeah. to fear the worst or prepare for this or that and especially when it comes to you know partners in, in sex or intimacy or just you know emotional matters of the heart in mm-hmm. general like we just are I, I really feel like we're raised in such different worlds you know what I mean I mean yeah. even just my house alone was like divided men and women and our our ideals and concepts and values and who we were were raised so differently and so i see that clearly now i have brothers who are you know in their early 20s and when i learn about them and their relationships or how they view the world and then i also date i start to go oh okay i see i grew up with watching this programming and i see what it's like at this age, and I see what it's like in people I date this age, and I go, oh, this is like literally, like we were just taught different things. Like, yeah. And we're just expected to mm-hmm. function in a peaceful way, yeah. knowing that, with, and that's why communication is so important, right? Yes. And, and being open-minded and things like that. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, it also goes back to that getting in your own way that we talked about in the last yeah. episode, and getting other people's way out of your way, mm-hmm. because all of that programming is other people's way. Like yeah. none of that is stuff that we yeah, came it's up not with on our own.
1: Your own version of, because really we just need to tap into our bodies and like, yes. and if we just listen yes. to our bodies,
0: your instincts, your instincts, is and your intuition, yes. and like,
1: when you're getting anxious or when you're, you're like, I'm dry as a desert, not interested. You know, yeah, yeah. like, uh in my last relationship, you know the sex was great. And then um, when things started not um, clicking cerebrally, I noticed that the sex was different and my body wasn't responding in the same way. And I had to like have conversations with him of like, yeah, I think, you know, like. You were having
0: pain. Yeah. Because your body was like, I'm just not like excited yeah literally open to this yeah Yeah. and I was like I just had to talk to him I was like you know it's like maybe
1: it's a foreplay thing we just really need to like kind of get more into it Mm. and like everything I'm researching is this and this Mm. and like there's nothing else wrong so like it's you know I think it's this and his response was ridiculous but um (laughs) we won't get into that (laughs) just in case um I forgot about that wild y'all wild I can't even. I can't, I can't even. Shouldn't. I'm not oh, going to. Man, I really want you to. <laughs> you want me to? I don't know. No, I'm not no. going to because no, it's not because it's not. it's not. It's not. Let's idea. just say like, I explained that when a woman is aroused, her vaginal canal elongates a bit to accept a penis. Yes. And his response was, and I'll I'll edit it a little yeah. bit. His response was. Oh, so when a woman gets aroused, she just wants a bigger dick. Yeah, essentially that's not, not a insecurity dick.
0: on his part. Right. <laughs> he he literally equated like women's bodies not being responsive in certain sexual situations. To not wanting to, him specifically. Yeah, that they they must just want bigger penises then and like he's just not enough. Yeah. And you're like, I didn't say any of that. I didn't say that that at all and, and I just looked at him and was like it
1: is that what you is that what you just heard from this conversation, which is kind of the real, not real, right? I was yeah. like, that's not what I said. Yeah. Or what I'm trying to tell you that like, but that's his programming. It's his program. Yeah. Yes, and his experiences yeah. that have programmed him in that way. That's yep. so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. Wild. So, so wild. wild. This is why we have to talk about things because like, you just get so wrapped up in in your like he took that as an immediate insecurity upon himself sure. and like if y'all didn't have the con- if you didn't say no that's not what I said yeah he could start on a whole fucking path you of know what like, I mean? yeah of, she's like, looking to cheat on like yeah, all kinds and, like, of stuff that's why women and he could take that in every relationship yeah. moving forward I mean we yeah. all do that yeah you know and what really I mean?
1: what was happening is that we were no longer clicking mm-hmm. which oh okay oh interesting right because be- because of where his programming was, we actually weren't clicking. Yeah. And so it's not that like my body wasn't responding, so I wanted a bigger dick. My body wasn't <laughs> responding, so I just didn't want his dick anymore. Yeah.
0: Yep. And that was him so reading it's that like, and trying to like... It was him reading <laughs> that. Yeah, creating a narrative that didn't have
1: to do with him as a person, yeah. but him as a physical sexual yeah. like peace like
0: and then it's your fault
1: and then it's it my can't fault be his fault
0: exactly he, his dick is his dick, yeah so. he was
1: like my dick's my dick i can't change my dick yeah. and i was like but you could change your weird fucking opinions <laughs> you could <laughs> you could or maybe some of your actions yeah definitely
0: but uh, yeah it is wild it is wild how our program selves they just combat each other and then like mm. i'm sure it's also Comes from different parts of the world too, right? Like that that's, was just two different parts in Texas. In Texas, and yes. It's so oh, yeah. Well, he wasn't from Texas, but still south, oh, south, like a south. Just yeah, New Mexico. We, we're so. all we all grew up in the southern mentality. Mm-hmm. You, me, and him all grew up with similar elements to our childhood, sure. but wildly different experiences, wildly different home lives and environments, mm-hmm. and things we're taught, and maybe essentially the same values, but in totally different like ways or avenues and stuff yeah and it's like that's just this little part of the world you know what i mean yeah. and and just two different sexes or genders and just so interesting to think about you know what kind of stuff we run into just with people in general because of the programming that we receive yeah you know or like programming that like if if some girls are raised not to be friends with or like you know other women and stuff like that sure. like we touched on that a little bit yeah. and how you have to deprogram yourself from going. I don't like women, or I don't like having girlfriends. To going, yeah. oh wait, what do I not like? What's the problem here? Yeah. What am I? What am I projecting or perceiving mm-hmm. from these relationships or these scenarios? Because yes. I can't have a problem with every single female ever. Woman, it doesn't like, make any yeah, sense. I, like, there's it's, a common thread here.
1: Me and my mom uh, watched our last podcast together, uh, and when we got to the part talking about you know when I was younger and I used to say. I don't get along with girls. Y'all, my mom said that growing up. Did she tell you that? When I said it in the podcast, she goes,
0: oh, I feel called out. She (gasps) said, excuse me. Well, like in a good way, like she was realizing. She's realizing that that, it's like the generational thing we talked about last time, like how it all trickles Mm -hmm. down. And And I was like, it was my own
1: insecurity. And she goes, "Uh," and then I, so she's realizing, oh crap that's what i do yeah and then i realized watching her have that realization that that's where it came from that's where i got that from yeah i i just inherited i downloaded that information from my mom who i idolized, right idolized for so long i just whatever she was i was going to be that too i'll be the tomboy and i'll not like get along with women because not really sure why but i just won't
0: Like, I'll just say the thing, too. It's so interesting. Yeah, it's wild. I just had, um, I've realized this a long time ago, but I don't remember what made me think of it, but just remembering until, you know, a few years ago, for myself, what I thought beauty and beautiful meant, Mm -hmm. because I clearly celebrate all different kinds of people's beauty, and I see it with everybody through my work Mm -hmm. and just through life. But for myself, it meant long hair, thick eyelashes fake nails um makeup every day shaved every day heels oh my god the heels y'all I wore heels religiously I was like this girl religiously yeah yeah bad for like 10 years um from 15 to 25 I just I had it in my mind that like I was not beautiful and i i couldn't be beautiful without feeling sexy i couldn't have one without the other yeah. that's a really interesting concept that i think i think I'm a lot still... of us get that in the south yeah. too is, yeah because
1: i had that like i
0: i you had I to didn't... have one to have the other yes you couldn't yeah. be beautiful and not be sexy yeah. there had to be that element there yes yeah. what i also
1: experienced which is interesting growing up like we'd go out like dress sexy If I dressed too sexy, I would have a adverse physical reaction. Mm. Like, so if I put into this day, I'm a little better about it now because I'm like, I know why I'm doing it. I'm doing it on purpose and I'm doing it for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I feel like back in the day, had I tried to do like a boudoir session, Mm -hmm. I would have been physically sick and stomach and knots that's how i used to feel if i wore like too revealing stuff back in the day which i wore like short shorts and tank tops like a push-up bra but i mean like if i looked too sexy and too like put on and put together when i was younger i would just have like these like i would feel sick and like sometimes i would go out looking like that but like it would have this
0: weird was it shame yeah oh sorry
1: <laughs> I didn't know be... that's what it was but oh my
0: god that's what I feel Holy shame. Shit. yeah and I'll get nausea I'll get nausea from shame but I feel I know shame so deeply like I know that feeling so as you're describing it I'm like oh that sounds familiar
1: y'all it was your
0: body like reacting feeling to, to shame. shame that's
1: my shame reaction yeah because I felt that feeling before and it is when i would wake up having been drunk the night before and done something shameful yeah. right or having done something i regret deeply yeah.
0: or wasn't sure about wasn't sure about done. i would yeah. have that
1: same like sick stomach and knots i don't want to go anywhere i want to crawl in a hole and die yeah. is what it feels I don't like want
0: anyone to see me yeah yeah
1: oh man yeah
0: Ooh, it's a lot. <laughs> hey
1: y'all. Interesting and like, yeah. Shame because, okay. Some of y'all know this watching, maybe. I don't know. I don't know who's watching. Hey. Uh, in high school, uh, I I didn't have sex till I was out of high school, and so my friends called me the Virgin Mary. It was like a joke. It was <laughs> a big joke, everybody. Hilarious. Um. <laughs> It was fun um it was fun and uh but i think i like carried that with me you know how like you kind of like i i carried drinking with me it was like i'm the party girl and then i'd be i'm the virgin like i started carrying those things with me as my personality mm-hmm. you know when we were talking earlier today about You were watching a podcast and they said, you know, ask someone what they were, what they were like as a kid. And you were like, I don't even know how to answer that question. But like, I think in trying to find who I was, because we all do that in trying to find who I was. I held on to those things that were just things about me at the time. Mm -hmm. I held on to them as like, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. So I can't, I can't, I can't not drink and I can't have sex yet because... Who am I without those things? So if I dress too sexy, am I giving myself away? Mm -hmm. Right?
0: Can they see through it?
1: Can they see through it? Like what? It's
0: so interesting. Yeah. Wow. It is really interesting. Mm. I wonder if if any of your shame had to do with the vulnerability of dressing sexy too. Like it's obviously when you're, yeah when you're dressing in in any way that exposes you or that accentuates parts of your body like there's a vulnerability there that like i just last night was feeling all of a sudden super vulnerable about like and anxious about today about recording today yeah and it didn't have anything to do with like regret you know what i mean i wasn't like oh i shouldn't have done the first episode what am i doing right but all of a sudden i was like oh Man, I feel naked with my thoughts (laughs) and and feelings. Yeah, and feelings and and everything. And I started to feel a sense of shame last night. And I was like, "What?" And I start. I tried to dissect it. I was like, "What am I feeling ashamed of?" Why? Nothing even happened. You know what I mean? But it's like I was worried about being vulnerable to other people's Mm -hmm. judgments, or worried about being vulnerable of like, what if my future self yeah you know what I mean like are my opinions worthwhile why would I think yeah yeah. why would I
1: think people want to listen to what I have to talk about right and like
0: there's just there's just something with vulnerability that I think there's a sense of of shame with that too that I think can feel we're you know we're we're strong in packs and so I think when we feel singled out whether it be in you know clothing or lack thereof Mm -hmm. or in stories or in you know being the loudest in the room or whatever there's just this like there is a sense of shame that can come with it because you're just like oh my God am I too me am I am I too much of a human that's not blending in with the other humans yeah I
1: I mean I feel like you see that with girl and boys girls and boys just kids in general, in school, like when they start to dress alike, mm-hmm. and they come together in these packs because, yeah. like, you can, you can, if you, if I just dress this way in one way and get made fun of, it's me. But if me and this girl yeah. link together, we dress the same, then you're making fun of, but it's us, and yeah. we're more than you. Yeah, and so like, and then the bigger groups of people get together and yeah. all dress alike, and so. Which, you know, some schools have uniforms for this reason, and yeah, but that's bullshit. But it is bullshit because also, even like we had uniforms in, yeah. in high school, if and you were
0: wearing the it, it brandy pants and not the Abercrombie pants. It's a and, brand thing. Yeah, but then you were a kids outcast. find ways yeah. to
1: pack up, yeah. and that's what it is. It's like staying away from vulnerability and this this makes us better than you and so everybody needs to get that stuff to be in this pack so mm-hmm. they're safe yeah
0: right it's a lot it's too much yeah <laughs> and I just I feel like that's why it's so important to as we grow celebrate obviously our individuality mm-hmm. and like what makes us unique and things like that but don't be afraid of when you feel vulnerable or when you feel maybe that sense of shame, maybe look at like, like literally dissect, like, why am I feeling this? Is it coming from anything specific? Is it coming from an experience of my childhood? Is it coming from programming? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Is it coming, like, am I just judging myself? Because I think a lot of the times that's what's happening is we're judging ourselves before we even give anybody else the chance. True. You know what I mean?
1: And uh, not to, I I don't want to go far as far as to say like, if you have a feeling about something that you're doing and you're like, I don't know if I should have done that or be doing that. Cause sometimes those feelings are legitimate, but like oh, you sure. said, dissecting and going, yeah. where is the root cause of this feeling coming from? Yeah. And, like, Nate, Nate, if anybody knows Brene Brown, and I'm sure some of you do, um, she's a shame researcher, actually. Ooh. Yeah, I think you'd love her stuff. A
0: shame researcher? That's what she does.
1: Is and that a
0: job title? It is. Whoa. Yes. And
1: she researches shame, and she recently came out with Atlas of the Heart. It's a three-part series on HBO Max. I recommend it. I've heard it. of that. I watched okay. in the first ep- – or I'm past the first episode, so I got to watch the other two. But I also listen to her podcast, and she talks about – if you're feeling something, something's happening, it's good to be able to name what your feelings are. Mm-hmm. But most people only have the vocabulary to name like, um, sad mm-hmm. or, I just don't you know, feel or good. pissed off yeah. or like these things. But like, if you can really start to like name what you're feeling, you mm-hmm. can see where things are coming from. And yeah. like,
0: yeah like oh shame i like naming things from like i like going this happened because one time when i was a kid i had this experience and Mm -hmm. someone told me this and i like going directly to the fucking memory because it helps me go okay and like shatter that programming because sometimes naming the feeling for me is not enough I'm like oh I'm feeling anxious okay what else is new you know what I mean like I'm always feeling anxious but if I go well I'm feeling anxious about when this person says this to me because one time when I was developing you know my mom or my teacher or my friends you know or whatever Mm -hmm. had this reaction when I said this thing or did this thing and ever since that day you know what I mean I've been afraid to do that yeah and it's it's a lot of reflection of self i mean I, that's life sure that's but, the divine but I think experience you, the good thing is
1: you're saying is it's good to go what was i feeling what am i feeling mm-hmm. when is another time that i felt that way yeah
0: oh i just did that very recently on the phone with you the other night i had us Let's just jump right into it. Let's I, do it. I heard this song. My assistant showed me the song called God Complex, I think. Um, and I have to look up who it was by. And it was a beautiful song. And she was showing it to me because of um, just the way that the, the singer sounded. She had a really beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics were up on the screen as she was showing it to me. And I was just horrified <laughs> reading it because I was like, why do I feel like I'm in therapy right now? Like, And I'm, I'm listening to this song about... Um, You know essentially being every everything to somebody right and i had this crazy realization that that is the pressure i've been putting on myself in every relationship ever yeah ever 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 in my life especially romantic relationships Mm -hmm. and i had to go back and dissect literally since like my very first relationship at like 14 years old the first time i ever liked somebody and stuff Mm -hmm. what kind of pressure i've been putting on myself and what expectations i'm putting on myself because for a long time i expected someone to be everything to me because i was raised with this. like we said checking all the boxes last episode right yeah Yeah. and you know we now you know we're getting to that point of realizing and we talk about it a lot you know Mm -hmm. but i think that specifically growing up i was raised with this like you know Christian mindset of like there's one person out there for you that you know this god made for you yeah Yeah, and and you're you're gonna be perfect for them they're gonna be perfect for you and you're gonna be everything to each other and stuff and so I've just like had that mentality and for so long I went into relationships going well I'm trying to be everything for them Mm -hmm. why aren't they doing that Mm -hmm. for me you know why is it not being reciprocated and Mm -hmm. and I realized like how like I can become a victim through that you know which is oh painful to realize (laughs) and and you know all these times you start to go well i keep ending up in relationships with men like this and then i go oh what's the common denominator there it's (laughs) me me. (laughs) i i have put this innate insane absurd giant Hot pressure, you know what I yeah. mean, on myself to just be everything to somebody and be the perfect everything to somebody. And I all of a sudden have this pattern that I can go back. And then I can go back before the pattern of the relationships and where, how was that programmed into me? Where does that come from? Well, I was raised with these ideals and I had like this kind of you know household and this mm-hmm. is the kind of relationship I was modeled after to not be like you know and it, it's just so great when you can break it all down because as soon as I did that just on our call the other day yeah which was it's like therapy it was a lot and it was it was painful and it was a shock and it was a deep you know rabbit hole but as soon as I did that I feel like and you know you can't expect like we always talk about just because you know something doesn't mean you're going to do it perfect all the time right. but now I know going into relationships like that kind of pressure is not necessary. It's not there for everybody else. It's fully like no. in my mind, you know? Yeah. And I'm creating like all of these obstacles for myself emotionally yeah. and mentally, and all these obstacles for these people that I'm in relationships yeah. with. Because inevitably,
1: expecting that of yourself, whatever pressures you put on yourself, you inadvertently put on someone else. Yes. Because, yeah. We always expect people to meet our energy. You know, like, I feel like, I feel like, you know, if you're excited about something and you show up to something, you expect the other person to be excited. You yeah. want to, like, match energy yeah. with somebody. And a lot of relationships I hear in, in my past relationships, I'd be like, I'm trying so hard. I am putting in all of this effort to do X, Y, Z. Why aren't they reciprocating yes. in that exact same way? Yes. Fucked up. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> but not really because that they're maybe they're meeting in a different energy or they, they were never going to match your energy to begin with. Yeah. But because you want what you want when you want it. Ooh. Yeah. You just make whoever it is. I'm just going to make you work. And then, but that's not how it is. And they're never going to, they're never going to be that thing for you.
0: Yeah.
1: When it wasn't there to start with it's, um, uh, Matthew Hussey, uh is a relationship expert and he talks about um don't don't date somebody for their potential and I don't know Ugh. if he came up with that probably not but sorry Matt but um but it's probably that you know don't date somebody for their potential don't don't date somebody's 50% of what you want mm-hmm.
0: You're expecting like, can, that you'll fix the
1: rest. drag the 90 <laughs> yeah. percent out but then also you know i don't know because we've also been talking about someone doesn't need to be your everything mm-hmm. this is what we were talking about recently mm-hmm. right can we talk about your date you were gonna have uh yeah which one <laughs> <laughs> i'm just so you know, the date you were like i'm just not energetically feeling oh, yeah, it yeah. and you're like
0: for sure yeah. okay yeah so
1: she had a date lined up and she was just talking to me about she was like I don't know there are things that are there but then there are things that are not there and I'm not sure if I should just go because he's hitting some of the boxes because we talked about not not expecting someone to hit every box. Right. And I kind of struggled talking to her about it cuz we're like we just said we're trying to f- figure these things out and work through them as we're learning.
0: Yeah. Right. As like, and it's so much easier doing it with friends. So like, good to sound like. Learning. Literally why we're here. It's like, why we're here doing this yeah. with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, because. And I I
1: said, is this, is this good thing about him? These, like these three good things about him that you're excited about. Are they good enough to, to crush the things that aren't there? That could be there if you're not expecting this person to be everything for you mm-hmm. or do you have a certain set of standards that everyone has to meet no matter what you're not asking him to check all of these boxes but you're asking and we're not
0: talking bare minimum stuff i mean maybe we are those are bare minimum this things. was bare minimum stuff like this was that's why i was like uh i can't believe it's, i feel like i'm questioning but it's again, fuck bare, yes, fuck no. unfortunately bare minimum is different for everybody true My bare minimum. I have high standards, and I'm very comfortable with that. Yeah, you asked me,
1: is this high maintenance or high standards? But I think your standards are high maintenance,
0: and that's okay. Yeah, I'm. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, goddess vibes over here, y'all. I'm good with it. Yeah, right.
1: Like, because high maintenance is a derogatory thing that guys say when they don't want to meet your fucking standards. Yeah, high
0: maintenance is somebody just not wanting to meet your standards. It's like calling someone a bitch about it. Oh, that's good. Hey, y'all. High maintenance is it's the just, new... It's the new bitch. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, she's so high maintenance. Wow. And, like, yeah. we all have an image in our head of what high maintenance means, but most of the time when you hear someone saying it, you're mm. like, did she just have a different standard than what you're able to live up to? Or he have a different standard than you're able to live up to? And you don't meet that, and so you want yeah. to call them something else instead of going, hey, we're not a match and
0: just can. I think I have a... I'm self-conscious about being. I just had a recurring memory. My <laughs> first like boyfriend in high school was horrible. Yeah. Um, but he cheated on me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, with everybody. <laughs> and his parents one day told him that I was high maintenance, and he told me that after he had cheated on me several times, and oh I stayed God. with his ass like a dumbass because I loved him so much. <laughs> um, and. I was so deeply offended because I felt gaslit. I was like, you're going to do all this crazy shit, and I'm going to stay with you, and you're going to call me high maintenance? And I don't yeah. even... Like, I cannot think to this day of what... Because I, I, my standards were minuscule. I was 17 years old. Like, yeah. minuscule compared to what they are now. I had none. They like, didn't please exist. just
1: text me. Yeah.
0: Sometimes. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was lucky if that happened. Yeah. <laughs> but it just... It was interesting because I, I remembered that offended me so deeply that day. Mm-hmm. And I've been self-conscious of that ever since ever then. since, yeah. yeah. And I'm not, uh, I, I'm sure I'm, high, I'm self-conscious of like friends or whoever call me high maintenance, but it's specifically coming from a man. Yeah, but your friends wouldn't call you high maintenance. Yeah. I love you. Thanks for not calling me high maintenance. <laughs> your friends just yeah. like if you're good to people, yeah. they just respect who you they are, are, and either they're either they're not your. Fucking friend. Oh, I just remembered, remember how we agreed to get mugs for each other. That's like only each other's mugs. I got yours. It's not here yet. I think it'll be it might be here today or tomorrow. But I'm very excited about it. (laughs) I feel like it's kind of perfect. So (laughs) I'm like very excited. Yeah. Can I just tell you what it says? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah It says best fucking friend because you said when we first met are not your fucking friends. And I like was I was like, it's so simple but so good. It's perfect. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. I love you. Anyway, um but yeah, yeah, what was interesting about my date the other night was that it was it was things like him, you know, wanting to meet me somewhere instead of like coming closer to me. <laughs> for, so for,
1: yeah, but let's like let's talk about it. Yeah. So like
0: there's a lot of talk around the internet and stuff about
1: who pays on the first date and is mm-hmm. it cool to split and they are like schools of thought on this and, like yeah. whatever. But your thing is I want him
0: I want you to make my life better. I want you to come to me. Your life is already great. Yeah. I'm going to go out of my way to make your life amazing. And I want you to... I want to feel like it's the fuck yes, fuck no thing. I want to feel fuck yes every time I'm going to hang out with you. And... I'm comfortable with the idea that I like. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go fifty-fifty on dates. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. that doesn't mean in relationships I don't spoil the fuck out of my partner, or even not in relationships when I'm dating someone. But I don't like to feel like I'm challenged. Like they're challenging if I'm a feminist or not. You know what I mean? And they're like, yeah. Oh, is she gonna like pay for? it? she? Because hi, everyone woman? should be a feminist. Yeah. Pew, pew, <laughs> pew, pew. Um, and i just there's just something of that i want to feel romanced yeah romance to me is not like broing out 50 50 and i got to meet you somewhere and you didn't put any thought into the date like romance to me is if i just i always say this i go if i'm trying to fuck somebody like this is what i would do and if they're not willing to do that or even thinking about or offering anything remotely and i don't go crazy if if i say What would you like to do? And you say, I love seafood. I'm picking the top tastiest seafood. They don't have to be the fanciest. They don't have to be. But something cool and tasty and exciting. Yeah, like clearly putting that you've put thought into it. And then I'm going to. But if he's like, there's a Joe's crab shack between us, and you're like. That was essentially the situation. And I'm like, you know, or I'd be like, oh, do you have any favorite places? You know what I mean? Like that's the first fucking yeah. thing. ask. When you
1: say seafood, What
0: do you what are you, what, are you what does that conjure like, yeah, for you? Yeah. Are you like talking
1: crab legs? Are you, you like, like a shrimp girl? Yeah. Are you a sushi? Yeah. Like what? Yeah. There's no. There There's was... lots of stuff from the sea. Yeah. Sir, <laughs> so there are a lot of fish in the sea. So up your game. But not all of them are six seven. <laughs> that was the sticking point. That was
0: so only sticking point. <laughs>
1: We'll get real. She told you. I didn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I was being like, there were certain boxes I, yeah, sticking.
0: I'm just.
1: I, you know, when you want to
0: climb a tree, you want to climb a tree, okay? So, thank you. There's just something. She's animalistic. Sufficing the
1: little kid in her. That's weird. I think that's Never mind.
0: What it is. <laughs> i just there's something very intriguing about that to me about a tall man um but yeah it's it's interesting um or tall people like <laughs> i'm just, tall saying, people. just like i like to feel small yeah. I, you know where i know exactly where that comes from it comes from hitting puberty at like eight, nine years old and being six inches taller and having full-on like yeah. jessica rabbit body for a sixth grader you know what i mean for years and feeling like this giant person and all the boys i liked in school were so much smaller than me yeah and i already felt like this weird larger than life clumsy clunky mm-hmm. character and so now when i'm like and i it's not a thought thing it's i mean it is now that i'm like like right you know on apps or whatever i like <laughs> look at all the things but i've just noticed through time it also to, you know my, the very first person i ever had a real crush on and freshman year of high school was like six four and so yeah. I just like associated this safe feeling was he six four? Mm-hmm. Holy crap, sir. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I had like
1: a I yeah. thought I was real tall. I was not tall. <laughs> <laughs> you're I would always be like, I'm the same height as them. And they're like, you're four inches shorter. I'm you like, whatever. Wife, yeah, it
0: was tall in spirit. <laughs> let me tell you. So, she we'll was the, biggest, the toughest, tallest bitch I knew. Yeah, um, But yeah, it's interesting because I think, I think it comes from always feeling. I also have always fluctuated with my weight. Yeah, And so I'll feel like larger than I want to feel. And it's not even the state of my body. It's almost like a state of mind. Sure. Like it's just like a self-conscious thing. And so there's something about when a partner has been bigger than me that like there's just a an animalistic
1: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah,
0: like in that. <laughs> sure, like yeah. I that. think
1: that's both nature and nurture. Yeah, but don't into fucking
0: us. put up with bullshit just because someone's tall. Hell no. Because guess what? Cause that was what I was her myself. I was, her, myself, I was like, <laughs> listen, here's what I'm thinking. If it's not a fuck
1: yes, it's a fuck no. And you could shave a couple inches off, and you'd find a guy who would drive to you. Yeah. Because <laughs> what we call it was called big boy. That's gonna be big boy energy.
0: I said, I said. You know what it is? It's that he's really handsome and really tall, so he's used to not having to put in that. He's like
1: girls usually come all the way to me. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I just, I wasn't gonna start anything with someone who was already establishing expectations that every time we saw each other, I was gonna have to drive to him, offered to come. I obviously I wouldn't let him pick me up on the first date, but even yeah, just like, like offering or offering to meet me on my side of town or yeah. like asking favorite places or anything like that. But it was like the point every time we talked about meeting was, We'll have to meet in the middle, and I think that was the thing is that it just kept coming up. It wasn't like a one time thing. So I was like, man, is this is yeah. really a sticking point. Yeah, for this that guy? was like his standard, yeah. and, and like and that's cool. Yeah,
1: that can be Let's your get standard. Totally fine, but it's just align. not a match. Yeah, and just not just don't waste your time on it. Right. Exactly. It's, it is for this guy to do that, and for him to have that mentality, and for him to have big boy energy. Yeah, that's fine. He's allowed to. Because there are people who are going to meet that, and there's a girl who's like, I don't want to. F- Like, I don't want you coming to me. I don't want to feel like I owe you shit. Right. I'm going to meet you there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want you to fucking know what city I live in. And that's cool. Totally fair. Totally fair. Yeah. It's just not your energy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not your high-maintenance energy. It's not my high-maintenance. I'm just too high-maintenance. So high-maintenance. You are so,
0: – I love that you're high-maintenance. Yeah, I think I need it on, like, a jersey or a tiara or something. <gasps>
1: <laughs> I like a jersey and tiara – Both. Those, those are the thing. Like, those are the two. I guess those are ends of the spectrum, though.
0: They're, they are, yeah. It's just, like, for the fancy days or for the casual yeah, days. Yeah, I,
1: but I, my brain was immediately, like, pink, bedazzled jersey. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: casual. High maintenance casual, not <laughs> maintenance like casual. regular casual. Yeah. We <laughs> like, need bedrooms. Yeah. We need Sharpe Evans casual. <laughs> Man, it felt so good to rewatch High School Musical lately, but I will tell you, it was the first time I've rewatched it since high school. And I was such a fan. I, I was, you know, theater kid naturally, like right. loved that growing up um, because I was a big Disney kid too. And I was realized, I was actually feeling really sick to my stomach watching it because I was like, the standards they're creating for kids, like these relationships, like this yeah. Troy and Gabrielle, it was it was like Twilight. It was so toxic. Yeah. and like twi- I, I at the same age and same time, I was also like really really into Twilight. And I rewatched that last year, and I was like, this is <laughs> fucked up, horrible. <laughs> this, like, this is so crazy. This girl wants to kill herself because her boyfriend doesn't want to stay with her, and her whole life gets miserable. Like no wonder I felt like that because it seems so normal. And then like. High school musical is all like they just cannot be happy without each other right. and That's- the whole basis of the movie is that and there's like songs and all this other stuff but <laughs> at the end of the day it's that troy and gabriella are so some being together and it's not because they love each other so much and the power of their love they evolve through things it's it's toxic obsession needing to build their lives right. around each other and it was really eye-opening to watch that and go oh like this feeds into all of that stuff that needing to be everything for somebody type energy yeah
1: it's when you assess and we talked about this recently but like when you assess all the content you take it you become the content that you take in
0: oh yeah that happened to me when I watched conspiracy theory videos
1: (laughs) but if you like if you're feeling a certain way and you're feeling like if you're feeling a big void in your life and you're not complete and you're missing something just do a fun experiment and just like write down the last 5 movies you watched 5 Ooh, shows you watched 5 books you read music. 5 artists you're listening to yeah. and what type of music are they playing what are their big yeah. like you know subject matter is it all romance stuff is it all traditional romance stuff or is it all you know super successful Mm -hmm. business stuff yeah where you're like oh i'm watching and seeing things that are like either not real or Mm -hmm. like not not a not that not that big business stuff isn't attainable but like this stuff isn't is it giving me fomo is it giving me fomo is it like is it is it making me want something that maybe I don't actually want? Yeah. If I took all of that away, is that something I would actually even desire? If you went and you unplugged for a week, what would you actually want other than like human contact? That's great. Right? Yeah. But like if you, even if you t- w- took a camping trip with just your friends mm-hmm. and everybody left all their shit at home. hmm then what would you, what are you feel? Missing? What are you missing? Yeah. What, what you would feel you like feel? You can't go take your five best friends, four best friends. Take your one best. If you have I one have best one. friend, <laughs> I was about. To, you know what I mean? Like yeah. take, take your one best friend. Just mentally go on a camping trip with them. You don't have any other stuff with you. Mm-hmm. What is it? that you would want to reclaim when you came back home first. and is it
0: something that you're being told that you're supposed to have right you know like i think for just now i was thinking well the only thing i i i grew up with a lot of financial insecurity mm-hmm. so if i feel like i'm not in a good place with money i feel wrecked yeah uh, like, like i need to get back to work i'm so anxious and sure. so insecure about myself and my life and i've recognized that like if i did do something like that go out and and you know go out where I didn't need everything or or, or have like all of my materials or whatever yes. uh, just the idea of the capitalist world we lived in is what makes me feel like I need that everything yeah. else is like I'm good like I'm everything's Solid. fine and you know we even talked about today like anything going wrong right now in this moment is really just fears for the future you know sure. what I mean and preparing and making yeah. sure we're good and stuff and I feel that in relationships I feel that with careers mm-hmm. I feel that with you know, just ourselves going, am I going to be good enough? And you're like, you're good enough right now. everything's fine. Like, it's just so interesting. It's, and it goes back, I think a little bit to that. Um, the podcast I listened to yesterday where they said, um, if everything, like what if the worst already happened, you know, and if everything was fine now, how would you handle it and stuff? And that's such an interesting thing to go hand in hand with like, do i want anything else or am i right can i just handle having what i have and being yeah. happy with that yeah. what if is what if where you're need... at you you never get better
1: but you never get worse
0: Ooh, i
1: like it i'm good because that's that's just it's just it's just asking like yeah could you be content yeah you know because we're we're in a culture that like doesn't want you to be content with your life because they make money off your discontent yep right Mm -hmm. so you know we were sitting in the bathroom earlier when you were getting ready and you were talking about that podcast and like you know it we worry about everything but like if you really just ask in this moment what if the worst has already happened yeah and i was like yeah like how how is your life right now in this moment yeah and it's like "Mm, my shoulder's a little sore but like when you think about everything you've been through I mean it's
0: pretty awesome and compared you don't to a few yeah you don't ago, yeah right? and when you don't
1: worry about is it ever going to get better but mm-hmm. like right in this moment yeah you were like life is pretty good yeah and I was like right
0: I worry so much about getting my full mobility back that right. I don't even enjoy the fact the that mobility I have, it you have right now. now yeah which we've been doing good about like you'll open a car door and I'll be like oh yeah look God. at me yeah <laughs> you were carrying a whole bag of shit in earlier and I was like yeah Oh, my God. It's amazing. Yeah. 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 So I guess I haven't talked about this yet, but. um, Y'all don't know. Yeah. Y'all don't know. It's crazy. Earlier this year. I lost just complete mobility of my body. And it's really hard to explain because I don't have all the answers yet. Uh, But I basically started with an injury in my knee. Well, what it really started with was burnout from the year before. Yeah, we've got kitties. I I know. It's so exciting when they visit us. Um, We have kitties joining us on the podcast. This is a hairy pussy podcast. Um, Welcome to the show. So I basically uh, went through this kind of series of things where I lost I I went through losing my mom over the last few years in a really long tragic hard impossibly grueling process uh, through the pandemic and dealing with that alone and the stress from that and I threw myself into my business to not deal with it um, because I am so passionate about what I do and it makes me feel good and I wasn't eating enough and I wasn't sleeping hardly at all because I was just so focused and I got COVID at Christmas and after all that happened, my body just started breaking down and it started with my knee and first I couldn't walk on my knee and then uh, I was using my arms to kind of like pull and push myself around the house on this little makeshift wheelchair stool I had, and I—y'all—it just... was the
1: heaviest chair. She's like, "Oh, I hurt my arms," and I went and came. It's the heaviest chair I'd ever rolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like literally no grabbing way. onto
0: door frames and like propelling, yanking yourself through with like a twenty-five pound chair. PTSD. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, so and so. Bad. Long story short, I pretty much destroyed all of the muscles in my limbs, and um, then all of the muscles in non-limbs were essentially deteriorating because I couldn't use them or I was relying on them so heavily that they would get damaged as well. So it reached a point where all of a sudden, pretty much below my neck, I couldn't move. Any mm-hmm. of my body, um, people get confused. I think because they'll go, "Oh, you were paralyzed, so you couldn't feel anything." And I'm like, "No, no. I felt every- everything." Oh yeah. my god, the blankets touching me, like at my skin was so sensitive. Like my entire mm-hmm. nervous system was just jacked the fuck up. So anything touching me was so painful, and I couldn't lift any fingers. I couldn't hold my phone. I couldn't adjust my pillows. I couldn't walk myself to the bathroom. It was one of the scariest things I've ever been through in my life, only second to going through the stuff I went through with losing my mom. Um, Definitely the scariest, like, physical thing that's ever happened to me. And it was crazy because going through all of that, You know, I just hit such an emotional, mental rock bottom because I rely so heavily. We, I mean, we obviously rely on our bodies for everything, but I rely on it so much for my career. And it was at that point that I realized that my career had become my identity. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, oh, there's some work to do here because now I think. All I'm thinking about getting better for is for my career and for my photography, and yeah. so I can shoot more. And I'm like, what about just for me? What about just so I can take a shower and live my mm-hmm. life and and, and go outside? Yeah, yeah. And it's pet it's your crazy. cats. Oh yeah, I couldn't pet my cats. They they couldn't even they la- couldn't even touch her. Yeah, they. She would was, try was like to having to like push them out of the room, and Ugh. then they were like, yeah, Wah. it was so sad. They would try to lay next to me. And um, just them touching my skin or my legs was just so painful. So it was it was such a crazy experience and it was like that for a while and I've been essentially retraining and relearning my whole body and my muscles and my mm-hmm. movement since then. And I've been in physical therapy. Shout out Rebalance Physical Therapy. You're the best. Um, Milo is awesome. Yeah, great things. They totally changed my life. They um, Milo is my physical therapist there and he started getting me to meditate at the beginning and end of every session there. And that has been life changing for me. Yeah. Yeah, just absolutely life changing. And through that process, I've been learning to regulate my nervous system and kind of lower my cortisol levels and calm down. And it's so insane. The anxiety levels on a day to day, like moment to moment basis that I deal with now it it, it seems like a whole different life than than just a few months ago where I just, it was in fight or flight 24 seven, my whole life. That's all I've known is fight or flight 24 seven. I always felt like I was on a roller coaster, you know, that feeling Mm -hmm. in your stomach and like my heart was always racing and everything felt like the end of the world all the time.
1: Didn't you say she called me the other day and was like, I've just been, I was feeling really anxious today and, you know, I was telling Milo about it and then all of a sudden I was like, oh my god and she like got emotional and he's like what's happening and she was like i'm anxious I was i'm excited. so happy and he was like what's happening
0: yeah. and then she realized
1: because she was realizing in that moment she was feeling anxiety which means that before she was living anxiety yes, yeah and now she can just feel anxiety because she's not in it
0: all the time it was like a window yeah like, of time and that was such an incredible feeling because I I started feeling it and at first I felt defeated I was mm-hmm. like no I finally achieved peace because it took me forever to get into a meditative state it took me like I think it was like six weeks before I finally was able to tap into the place. You know yeah. the place I'm talking about. It's like the place in between before yeah. when you fall asleep. And it's this meditative state that you're in that is mm-hmm. very hard to get to and to hold on to. And for me, it took forever. So I'd finally been able to start tapping into that with sound bath meditation. And um, when I was having this bout of anxiety, it was in the middle of physical therapy. And it was because what I was doing was stress, stressing. You know, I was doing a new movement. And I, mm-hmm. I started to get anxious because I... You know, I have trauma from this experience and it's scary because like it's just so painful and it's so scary to feel like you can just go right back there and when i was having that moment it was so cool because i was like oh my god like i can't believe i'm happy about this feeling because it feels awful (laughs) but it means that i wasn't having this before and it means it's probably going to turn off at some point yeah and it was just such a powerful moment and i still feel like that when i start to feel anxious i'll feel like oh no i feel like the old me but then i'm like (gasps)
1: but there's an old me yeah this is new and and yeah so it can
0: end Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah and that's that's really cool and I think some of the battle with that is remembering that it can end and not feeling like just because it turned on but yeah that that's my new state of being or anything like that it's very exciting um so yeah so it's been interesting to to try to not be negative and worrying about the future as I'm overcoming these injuries because I forget how far i've come already and you know we were talking a little bit about um when people come back into your life and things Mm -hmm. like that and the 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 person that reached out to me recently i had met at the time that i was so injured it Mm -hmm. was like one of the first times i had left the house and like gone to lunch after being in bed for i don't even know how long and um it was fascinating because just having this conversation with this person was making me reflect on myself and my own journey that i've made just in the last four months Mm -hmm. that i was like oh, wow, like, this is really interesting because I can look at where I was four months ago and feel, I just had that, I was talking about with a song today from six years ago. Like, you can feel like, oh, shit, I've come so far, and it's so easy for me to be worrying so much about the future that I just ignore all of this. Yeah. I heard this song by The Weeknd today that I listened to years ago when I was in just a totally different place in life. I, I was starving to death from PTSD induced anorexia I just left this horrible relationship that was very abusive and I built my tiny house and I was living in it and I just felt my world just felt so small and new and fresh and like just you know I felt like I was at a rock bottom moment then yeah and I was listening to this music that I wasn't allowed to listen to like I wasn't allowed to listen to The Weeknd in my last relationship It was very much a relationship reflective of the kind of household i grew up in just like very controlling over like my sexuality and my confidence and like music and tv and everything and that song came on today and i just like almost quantum jumped back to that place when i first was listening to that song a lot and looked at like the surrounding the environment i was in and like the life that i was in and then was able to kind of mentally junk back to where i am now and i just was like i'm so cool like i did it ah! yeah it was so cool because i was like my life is way better than i even i couldn't have even have dreamed it being where it is now and that was only yeah. like six years of difference you know what i mean and it felt it feels like such a lifetime so many Things that happened in that period, and mm-hmm. I've grown so much, and I feel like I've been so many people just in that six-year period. Yes, but it's just so cool to to see where you come, and that's why it's so hard to, it's hard to stop worrying about the future. But like, what is the point? Like, why? Because you can't,
1: you can't imagine. I mean, you really can't imagine. I mean, you can like think about it. Interesting, because like, I feel like you you imagine and think about like these sets in this studio and um and you know you imagine a better life for yourself to manifest that better life yeah but it usually turns out better than you even (gasps) thought i just got chills it does so it's exciting so it's it's important not to worry, yeah. but it is okay to- To lay the groundwork. To lay the ground, to yeah. believe in a positive way. That's yeah. the trick. Mm-hmm. Manifesting is not worrying.
0: No, it's just accepting- It's the counterbalance it's, it's to that, right? It's literally going, I imagine this thing, that means it's mine. Yay, go me. Good. Yeah, Woo, can't wait for that. Like, Woo. that's what it should be like. Yeah. And that's what I've been trying to channel more and more lately is going, especially in having little moments like that where I've been like, oh my God, this has happened- in like my life my career my homes my relationships where I've wanted something so bad and I ended up getting so much more than that Mm -hmm. because I think you know I'm mentally working towards that thing that I want I'm opening myself up to allowing life to give me that and I'm I'm very driven in making sure it happens Mm -hmm. and allowing it to happen but I don't even realize that getting out of my way and not resisting and allowing it it brings so much more yeah and we just got to keep having confidence in that i think a huge thing i'm realizing right now is that i i have not displayed confidence in my future self which is so ridiculous because yeah. i have always handled whatever it is if you're here oh my god yes, yes. i've been doing yes. that at my new job it's bad it's bad don't trust yourself like look at what you've done already yeah. look at who you are and if you went and told 17 year old you 22 year old you 25 year old you whatever you last year you know what i yeah. mean like who you are and what you've accomplished now You'd be like, oh, my God, I am a badass, first of all. Second of all, I didn't even think I could do that. Third of all, what else can I do? You know what I mean? Yeah. But instead, we go, fuck, am I going to be able to handle that? You've already handled it. True. It's been handled. We just need to instill
1: enough confidence in our future self that we don't have to worry. Like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about that because future me has got that. Yeah. I'm a bad
0: bit. Yeah. I just saw um, like, Whitney Cummings said yesterday she goes I like to schedule decisions. I've never thought about this before, but I think I know someone who does this just based off of how they talk about thinking about things. When they're like, "I'll think about that. That's a next week thing." You know oh, what okay. I mean? Or yeah, "I'll yeah. think about that when this happens." And she was like, "Schedule decisions." Like, say, "I'm not going to ha- I'm not going dis- to make this decision until January 1st or November 23rd yeah. or whatever, and I'll think about it then because I am so bad about going what about ten years from now when I have this issue and I just worry about it all right now and waste my whole time right now worrying yes. about that? And like instead of just being like, like you know, I worried all week about whether or not I wanted to go on this date when I could have just worried about it that that day. A day and yeah. been like, do I feel like this? Yeah, yes because or guess no? what? I might okay. feel totally different. Excuse that me, day. sir.
1: Yeah. Or excuse me, sir. <laughs> excuse me, sir. No, thank you. <laughs> you know what? This just made me think about. Yeah. I I was at the doctor the other day, and when I went to go check out, the lady was like. Okay, and would you like to go we're gonna go ahead and schedule your follow up appointment? And she like names a date six months from then. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Could we just could we just not I don't know if that date's gonna be good for me. Could we not schedule yeah. that and I'll just when we get around six months, I'll call and schedule and yeah. she just looked at me and she was like, No. She was like, We're we'll just schedule a date mm-hmm. six months from now and we'll call you that week and if it doesn't work for you, then we'll reschedule. Yeah. And she looked at me like, duh. I do the and same I was thing, like, though. Oh, sorry. I thought I needed to worry about exactly yes. where I was going to be in my life six months from yes. now, which thank God I didn't have that thing because I was sure going through a lot with my dad. And yeah, it was like, yeah. And I just called her. She called that week and said, can we do you, are you ready for your follow up? And I was like, fuck, no. And she's yeah. like, all right, cool. Let's reschedule. No big deal. And I was like, all right, cool. Call me that guess week. What future, you handled it just, just fine. fine. Yep. Just fine. Yeah, But past me was like, <laughs> what do
0: I do? Yeah. How, do how I do interesting. Yeah. But she just looked
1: at me and it's so, that's. She probably sees people do that all the time. All the time. Yeah. But because she schedules things and that's her job to schedule things. Yeah. She's like, it's just second common knowledge. I wonder yeah. how people who schedule things, if you have it, say something in the comments, but like yeah. people who professionally schedule things as part of their job. Does this carry over into other parts of your life? Like this mentality of. Oh, that's a good question. You know? <gasps>
0: oh because i hate scheduling things yeah and i hate commitments yeah. to appointments
1: because you you have to schedule things but like generally for yourself and you're scheduling things for other people schedule though Schedule
0: things for my business all day long as soon as it's a personal commitment i have anxiety Interesting. I'm like, so, do geology that, that What if I'm not feeling oh. this? What if I'm not feeling? You know, whatever. It's just yeah. like because even though you know, yeah, because my you do business, it I treat it like a like a different person. Yeah, like I'm like oh, like I can handle whatever for this because I'm superwoman for this thing. But when it comes to anything for myself, I have anxiety. And my mom used to tell me that she go, "You will." plan something and anticipate it the moment you've planned it and try to constantly find excuses to get out of it and I'll do it with everything wow it's wild yeah and my body will convince me it doesn't feel good like leading up to stuff I'll be like I'm supposed to go get my nails done oh my stomach hurts I can't go you know what I mean like it's like I'm just like I don't want to go you know and then I stopped getting my nails done (laughs) because I was like fuck
1: this yeah (laughs) but you were also like dealing because something we talked about earlier yeah. in the podcast is you were like i don't i don't have to yeah, do I that to be that valid to do right. it yeah. yeah and maybe maybe though that was part of your body telling you that it didn't need that yeah
0: that it wasn't necessary like,
1: you don't gotta do
0: the thing yeah it's, it's awesome. covet time yeah it's not God. a good time for this <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's so interesting, man. I feel like we're learning a lot about ourselves. I know that's such a good episode. <laughs> it is. Yay! You're welcome. You're, well, thanks for being here for our our self discovery. Look at Luna. You can't even see her over there. Oh yeah, she's my black cat is in. so funny because she just I can just uh, see her eyes. Yeah, anytime she's next to anything, she just kind of disappears right into it.
1: It's like the Cheshire cat, like with <gasps> eyes. And that's, her, what that's, that's what she's like. She's, like. Yeah. she's
0: the Cheshire cat. Look at her right now. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about because I really wanted to get into this. Um d- with the dating thing. Okay. With people from your past reaching out to you. Okay. How do we I, obviously it's gonna be a person by person basis, right? Absolutely. But I I personally always had a rule that like I don't go like I've you don't been go there, back. done that. You, you don't know go backwards. I mean? Yeah, yeah. don't go back. Um, I've never really felt like I wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Same, yeah. And then I recently had this situation where I was like, oh, this might be interesting. And I I recognize that I'm able to like I feel like a totally different person from you, you're the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me at that time. Sure. You know what I mean? It's so interesting, like how fast you grow and how quickly you self-actualize, because I just feel totally different. I, I and as I've been thinking about it, I can see clearly where like my parts were in the wrong parts of it, you know what yeah. I mean? That I literally didn't think I was doing anything wrong. Like I was like, "Oh, I'm so perfect. What's yeah. wrong with this person? Oh, la, he's so weird. <laughs> Why do y'all all act like this? What's wrong with all of you?" And then I recognized, like, "Oh, again, common denominator," you know? Right. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because it's like, you know, you're you're currently friends with or friendly with like an ex that was prominent in your life at one right. point mm-hmm. um, I'm just happened to have a conversation with someone who wasn't necessarily in my life for a long time you know right. or anything like that but it was but at a very interesting time definitely an interesting time and they made an impact you know they were very helpful and and um, kind and things like that and supportive during that time um, but it was interesting because I'm just like oh like how do we feel about like x things x situationships x's coming into your life does is it do you do you have a worry that it like stunts your growth or you'll go back to old habits so
1: here's the thing
0: i used to and
1: for the most part x's were x's x's for a reason no Mm -hmm. thank you
0: Mm -hmm. move on yeah i think that's me
1: um there have been a select few people in my life who i've i mean i think one that i've dated multiple like twice and then there are like situationships i think i heard you say that Mm -hmm. where like guy uh, like particularly two guys when i was much younger we never actually were together but it was like when we were in each other's orbit they were these things yeah and um which i think those types of things for me were not healthy they were like infatuation type things Mm -hmm. and like um how
0: do you know the difference you know as a a self-acclaimed self-realized love addict i've realized that like what's infatuation versus like excitement so with
1: i can tell you about one in particular and and because i had the the realization um when i saw him after my divorce um and what it was is we danced around each other for so many years and um and because we never went there you know like we never had sex or anything like that it was just always this like and there had to be something i know there was there was something like toxic in that because i would get you know it's that like that chemical it's that chemical and and we we could definitely probably have like this pheromone chemistry thing that happens as well but like Part of those butterflies and things that are happening to you are anxieties, are like toxicities that are presenting themselves, and we think that that's love. But really, like exhilarating, or exhilarating. Yeah. But like, largely, I often find when I feel like that, mm-hmm. I I think I know this now is yeah. that like that is me projecting something onto them that like if this person keeps loving me Mm -hmm. right if this person Mm. can keep being infatuated with me like that then there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with me or like you know like or or maybe it's i don't know it was just like if this person can always come into my life at different points in my life and always be infatuated with me then like yeah like that still got it type thing but the last like go around with him I realized first off I was able to step back and go like I just asked him finally I was like growing the fuck up it's 10 Mm -hmm. years later and I was like (laughs) we haven't ever done this like for real yeah let's try it Mm -hmm. and what do you how do you try something like that you go on a date just a date Yeah. just pick somewhere and we'll go I don't know how to plan stuff and i went Ew. <laughs> if you're watching this <laughs> and it, but it, it, it just like it's so weird because i had like built this up for so long and i always thought he's so romantic and, suave sexy, romantic and sexy yeah. and sexy and fuck he's so sexy god yeah. damn it you're sexy i hate you <laughs> um but it was like this like all that stuff and that feeling of like oh and like and probably because we've never been there and like eat it's exciting so is
0: he sexy now do you think you would Let's. still think so mm, probably not yeah just because <laughs> now you've seen behind the curtain right you know what i mean because like you like and he looks the same but sure like, yeah is like was that just you you know right. what i mean was that building you projecting that up? like yeah. this like you know and yeah. yeah and
1: holding on to like you know when you when you meet somebody you almost like hold on to what they look like when you first meet them I know that happens oh. with like older yeah. relationships like my parents were like your mom is still the 25 year old woman that I met yeah.
0: yeah no she's grown and probably matured a lot though like, yeah as, an, as a human yeah and he's then. like
1: but like in my mind she's sexy as a 25 year old that kind of thing yeah and so um but yeah what I found is when I was like I'm not trying to do this toxic fuck around thing mm-hmm. because I was also still in the mindset of, I want to be in a relationship. I want to be somebody's wife and, blah, yeah. blah, blah, and I'm going to make somebody. And so I was like, let's do this. Let's go on a date. Yeah. And, and I wasn't like, I needed him like boyfriend material immediately. But I was like, let's just like, let's, let's give this explore. an honest shot. I'm finally not with somebody. You're not with somebody like, yeah, let's explore it and see what happens. Yeah. And when his reaction was that I was like, Oh. Hold the fuck on. Cause I I'm figuring out who I am yeah. and what I'm worth. Yeah. And like so that reaction yeah. to like, oh, you want to spend time with me when it it's like vacation-y and convenient yeah. for you, and I'm like the fun. Yeah. I realized like maybe he treated me like a toy and it was fun oh, to play with sure. me when I was around. Yeah. And I was like, mm, Yeah. This is the manipulation thing, and like you're not you don't want a relationship
0: ego when you're around yeah i mean how could it not (laughs) i mean like obviously like but i just mean like i i feel like because i've been around you guys especially like years ago a few times like like with eyes and perspective now i feel Mm -hmm. like i could so see that you know what i mean that like it was, and not that he didn't genuinely like you. I mean, obviously, sure, I think yeah. he does. But yeah. I think, like, with his immaturity, it just made him feel good to feel like you. That's why there was always the chase. Yeah, yeah. And, and there was never a finish. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There was never a big kaboom. It was always like this, like, oh well, if she thinks I'm this, you know, what I mean, if I if I do any more, it'll shatter that illusion. True. And she'll see who I really am. You know right. what I mean? And then you did because mm-hmm. you were like. Let's explore this more. And him immediately after ten years of you know dynamic and flirting and all this stuff going. Well, I don't know how to plan anything like that. Is the yeah, biggest and then out. just like <laughs> kind of ghosting it, yeah. being like,
1: and I just went because of who I feel like I am now. When that was his reaction, and then he like ghosted me, and then when he was going to giving away who this is, but like when he was like you know weeks later he wanted to go on a trip to mm-hmm. see some friends mm-hmm. and that's when he messaged me and was like the good hey girl. sorry i didn't get back with you yeah. i was the good time girl yeah. but now i don't drink and now i don't like now
0: i'm not such the oh, good time shit, girl. i totally forgot about that yeah and you don't drink and that's like probably a huge part a of the huge equation dynamic it, it was a, that was always consistent in y'all's situation yeah
1: our party our party habits mm-hmm. were the same but yeah. like now i'm not that anymore yeah. and like So put an interesting thing on it and uh yeah and when that was his reaction and then he tried to invite me to go on a trip i was like i'm not your like like i'm not which i don't want to i don't want to be his toy like that you know and like it's interesting because we're right now we're working and talking a lot about like because i don't feel like i need a someone yeah but i don't want to but the people that I do want to fuck around with yeah I don't want to feel like like a toy no and like I don't want to I don't want you to play mind games with me
0: I want to be I want to be valued and have people in my life that I can have a little bit more with but regardless there should be the same respect that you would have with your friends yeah like because that's what I told that guy that like it didn't work out with you know what I mean that reached out recently like I told him this in the recent conversation and at the time, I go, my friends wouldn't just not show up to something. They wouldn't just let me know three and a half hours later that they're going to be late, you know what I mean? My friends regardless if we're fucking or not are going to let me know and communicate with me like a normal human so i'm not wasting my life waiting on them so if you can't do that then you're not going to put it in me you're not going to get to kiss me you're not going to get to no. be around me or hang out all the time this goes platonically yeah. as yeah, well the,
1: if if you can't and i think we talked about this if if I don't feel excited to see some guy mm-hmm. as excited as I am at least to see my best friend, yes. which and then I was like, wait, that's not really fair because like <laughs> I get just really get so excited, excited to see each other. Each other. But like, but, but also <laughs> yeah. like I should be as that excited Absolutely. to see you. Yeah. And I and then I should be even more excited. good to fuck? Yeah. This is yeah. So fun. It's like very exciting. It should be so exciting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and if I don't have that energy or even comfort. You know what I mean? And I want that kind of, like, It doesn't have to be that exhilarating energy, but even that comfort of knowing, oh, well, soon I'm going to get to be around this person. I'm going to feel, like, at peace. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to build that
1: comfort, you have to show up.
0: Yes. Yeah. Mentally. Yeah. Physically. you got to be consistent and like, being able to show that you are a caring human. Right. Because at the end of the day, I think a lot of people want to be able to hook up or have casual dating or whatever but they just don't want to have to even be a good human yeah and like you don't have to like we're not getting married you know what I mean but like respect right. my time or my body or my thoughts yeah. and my just, energy yes
1: just because I don't expect you to check on my boxes
0: and be everything to me right. does not mean that you get to disrespect me exactly and I think that's 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 something that happens in dating that you start to go as you start to value yourself more and your relationship with yourself more you start going well I feel like this by myself so why would I go and like lower my frequency I mean on the date that I was supposed to go on that I ended up canceling I was like I would I I was talking to you I was in my pajamas playing animal crossing on the couch and I was like all I would do on that day is think about how much I want to be doing exactly what I'm doing right right now now. which is just chill on my couch in my pajamas with Animal Crossing and I was like okay yeah I don't need to go like why would I why am I trying to convince Uh myself you know but we definitely you know that and that goes all back to the programming right like convincing ourselves that we need because I'm supposed to I really
1: should go and I was like ew yeah, should yeah, no, shouldn't
0: you shouldn't if you, if you think you should, <laughs> right? Yeah, like yeah. should
1: I should is not a good enough reason by yeah. itself, right?
0: Yeah, you have to. F- it's if it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. Yeah, and it and I... it's beautiful to be able to go, yeah, fuck
1: no, fuck no, yeah, yeah, and some exes back to our original subject yeah. just fuck no, right? Yeah, and like some or like exes or flings or whatever, and yeah. some of those are no some of them were just not right now or not at that capacity right like yeah some relationships were meant to be different like there are people who i've dated who i'm still friends with that Mm -hmm. i was like and not that i don't wish that we had dated because i think we maybe had to get that out of our system to like remain friends yeah you know like at a chemistry level or something or whatever but sometimes you're like i'm you know I'm a boy and you're a girl and so like maybe we should try this before you know we, we could just be frank. like oh we get along so maybe we're supposed to be f- trying to make a relationship yeah, out of it maybe
0: they're supposed to be more
1: right but that's not always the case and sometimes yeah. people are in your life to go to movies and make out with and eat good food with <laughs> <Yeah>. and like <laughs> hang out and like you know go yeah. go run errands together because you just get along and you flirt
0: yeah. well and that's fun and yeah. like talk to each other it doesn't do whatever. have to be more just because the chemistry is there right
1: and it doesn't have to be more because society is like you have to find someone and to, to shack up with, with yeah. to do absolutely <laughs> everything with yeah. to make your
0: life better mm-hmm. it has to be one person and that's not the case that's the weird part about you know and i think that's where obviously the conversation of like monogamy and polyamory and all of that mm-hmm. comes in And I almost don't even like the words, even though I think it's important to have descriptions for things. I feel that too. I feel this sense of pressure to pick one. You know what I mean? Like I was raised monogamously and I have a very natural monogamous mindset. Therefore, I should be that. And then I've been in polyamorous relationships that weren't really on purpose. It was more Mm -hmm. like I just fell into something with someone who I was really passionate about or I loved or I really cared about who that was their style of relationships and I was open to that and it caused a lot of pain in me because I kept going but I'm not polyamorous I'm not I'm monogamous and then I'm like or am I labeling myself and putting myself in a box you know and not that I want to convince myself to be anything that I'm not but I I hate this like stress of being like Oh, well, you know, if the the monogamy is one person has to be everything and polyamory is you don't have to have that, you know, and instead, like, if we can just like take that out and just be like, I'm just existing and I'm just connecting and I'm just trying to like, just open to whatever. Yeah. If the universe is giving it to me,
1: then yes, I'm I'm good with that. Yeah. And, and if it means for six months, I'm with this one person and we're, we're just making each other happy. Yeah and then the dynamic shifts and like we're not going to do that anymore yeah. and we're going to like branch off and do whatever else but yeah. like we're still in each other's lives for whatever reason i'm just i'm just going to be at peace with that that's what yeah hey does this feel different to you it yeah. does feel different to me different bad different good yeah different should we try something different yeah like
0: yeah we don't have to okay. cut, cut off everything yeah. you know what i mean in order to to satisfy like these things in our lives yeah
1: not everything has to like be a break some things it doesn't have to be a break some things can be a branch oh oh i just came up with that y'all love it yeah you know like it doesn't just have you just have to rip it off like sometimes Ah. it just like it grows such a
0: beautiful visual i love trees trees are great yeah but like yeah it doesn't
1: need to you don't have to cut everything off because it's not one type of thing or it wasn't it the way you were trying to make it work didn't work
0: out that way yeah yeah that's good yeah that's really good it takes all the pressure off yourself too yeah and the other person yes so much because I, i i think it goes back to like you know i've had that mentality that like i had to be everything for somebody because Mm -hmm. in a monogamous relationship i should be that and then in a polyamorous relationship i was like well i have to be everything to somebody so that they don't want to be with anybody else which is not fucking healthy at all and now i'm removing that pressure from myself and in doing that i'm removing the pressure from other people and just on relationships in general yeah what i mean because
1: there's so much wrapped up in also the shame that comes with a relationship failing. Yes. Yes. Marriages failing. Yep. My marriage came to a close. Yes. <laughs> As it should have. <laughs> Debatable of starting a good idea or not. But, but like, I,
0: I learned things through that and yeah. I figured out who we was. learned through that. everything. Yeah. And I don't think exes are ever a mistake i think that yeah we can make bad decisions in relationships and like i think it can be we can have been in really unhealthy relationships sure but everything is a learning experience like you have yeah. learned from it if you're smart yeah. and if you try if you yeah. self-actualize right sometimes you because we can't can't change the
1: past yeah right and so to like sit there and be like oh, i shouldn't have done that and i wish it didn't happen that yeah. way
0: that's I not mean, how life works sure yeah you
1: can that leaves a lot of cause depression is living in the past, right? Mm-hmm. That gives you a lot of depression and 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 shit and then And fear of the future. Anxiety of Ooh. repeating Oh shit. Repeating the shit. <laughs> but if you if you stop, um there's some quote and I'm gonna misquote it, but generally it's about uh if you raise your standards but lower your expectations. Mmm. It's something about that. Something but like, about that. But it's, <laughs> it's about good. like if your expectations are too high, because expectation is more about the story that you built about what something is supposed to be and how it's exactly supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Standards are how you expect to be treated. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. But if you've narrated how a story is supposed to go and how it's supposed to end and white picket fence and children and whatever, or, yeah. you know, however you expect something to be. Yeah. 99% of the time.
0: It's not going to go the way you planned.
1: Right? Like... Especially because it's, it's, it. it's
0: usually your plan that's not being communicated. Yeah,
1: and with it, yeah, the other person, you be, yeah, because your expectations are not taking into account. And you get account. mad
0: at them for not meeting your expectations. How you dare you yeah. not read my mind, <laughs> my ever-changing mind? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really interesting. I think there's a lot of beauty in taking that relief off of ourselves, that mm. pressure off of ourselves, to try to make every person the one um or make every person you know one of many it feels Mm -hmm. like there's there's two options and instead just like existing and allowing connections to be what they are
1: yeah and and also if you're one of those people who like doesn't you don't want to connect romantically with people like yeah if if you sever all these expectations of like what relationships are supposed to be then you can just have friendships and yeah. like, and not feel that like pressure to romanticize. And are you throwing up? No, you're licking yourself. All right,
0: you cannot feel no, that I mean, pressure. It's the cat she's talking Gross. to, not sorry. me. For oh. those listening, oh no, I oh yeah, I didn't. I was, was just licking myself over here. Nah. Don't mind. Well, he was like, <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: It's Weasley. all good. No, he's licking himself. It's fine. Little hairball later. Um, but you know, like it. Because I also don't want to sit here and guess why every every podcast isn't going to be for every single person. But you know, no, there and are- also
0: we we've already discussed that our opinions will likely evolve over time true and 10 years from yeah. now me is going to be like remember well, when yeah. we did that podcast <laughs> yeah, that probably five months from now is going to be like that's true if i looked at what i was saying four months ago i'd be like yeah i don't agree with that like I'd yeah because like, i've evolved so much yeah. so like something we have to remember and that we're gonna have to forgive ourselves for here as we're doing this a lot that of grace all yeah. of us should be giving ourselves grace for is that you're evolving and changing and it's okay yeah it's okay for your expecta- expectations to change mm-hmm. So. okay for your wants is, yeah, your desires things,
1: things that you have told because it's something that i'm coming to terms with right now is i've been the i'm gonna get married i'm gonna have babies i'm mm-hmm. gonna like i was white picket fencing hard yeah. and i was like i'm gonna do whatever and you know what like when you go around telling people your dreams and those dreams change when people ask you what you're doing and all mm-hmm. oh, that relationship didn't work out but mm-hmm. you don't seem sad about it mm-hmm. and you go well i'm not sure that's what i want anymore they look at you like you just grew a fucking horn out and of your you head and shame. like and then you feel shame oh. and you're just like you know what it it's okay for me to not want that anymore and to be in flux and to be a little confused about what i exactly be am fluid. looking for right now yeah yeah and that like i'm okay with that and my wants and needs change and i'm gonna take classes and i'm gonna quit classes and i'm gonna start yeah. building my house and yeah. i'm gonna stare it in an unfinished kitchen because i'm not emotionally ready to do it and yeah. that's fine
0: it's totally fine i'm gonna
1: microwave my meals till i'm ready y'all
0: fuck yeah fuck yes you are <laughs> but yeah it's about meeting yourself where you are i said th- i just feel like we have all of these we, you know, we talk about expectations, but the expectations we put on ourselves to be so great, so perfect, so smart, so everything, the tip top of whatever mm-hmm. we wanna be, we wanna be the best of what we are, just meet yourself where you are. You yeah. know what I mean? You would meet your friends where you are. I'm not friends with you going, one day, she'll be yeah. you know smarter and then I'll which I can't yeah. imagine I'm yeah will be one day away. when like, you have a boudoir estate yeah right <laughs> it's
1: like then they'll it be real good friends yeah it doesn't
0: make any sense to because to do that to yourself, because you don't do that to the people in your life it's unless so you're dating or friending for potential and then your whole life's fucked up and you're just not going to go anywhere good with genuine <laughs> relationships <laughs> yeah, do but that. I just feel like you know if you just meet, can meet yourself where you are and give yourself grace and be present and be grateful Mm -hmm. and you know recognize when there's growth to be had or recognize when there's things that you want but not putting the pressure on yourself to make it happen all of a sudden and Mm -hmm. just trust the journey yeah like that's where inner peace comes from and that's where like fluid relationships and events Mm -hmm. and you know all of that comes from because you're taking all that pressure off
1: yeah and none of this is easy yeah, I wish. If it was, we wouldn't be sitting here I talking know. about this right now. It's like daily practice of reminding ourselves. Yeah. Because I yeah. feel like I just went, I mean, I just went through this. Like, yeah. I feel like the last six months of my life has been like crying on the phone every two weeks and being yeah. like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Nobody does. Yeah. Nobody, nobody
0: knows. Literally nobody is, knows. This is the sound of
1: nobody knowing what to do with their
0: lives. It sounds like this. <laughs> no one knows. None of us know. And no matter who I meet or where they are at in their life, they don't know. Like, they're everybody's yeah. figuring it out as we yeah. go. And th- those people, have a, they give themselves a lot of grace. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And give themselves room to make mistakes and to not beat themselves up. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think a lot of what can hinder our growth is beating ourselves up and getting stuck in that stage of, yeah. like, Why couldn't I have done better? Why didn't I do it this way? Why am I like this? Instead of just being, oh, noted. Yeah.
1: (laughs) The other day I was like, why don't you just reframe that instead of an uh uh-oh? It could just
0: be an oopsie. Yeah. And that was life-changing. Or something you said recently that totally changed the way I make decisions. I have really, really bad analysis paralysis because I have distrust in my future self apparently Mm -hmm. that um if i make the wrong decision future me can't handle it um but also just this deep sense of failure of if i make the wrong decision having to live with the shame and disappointment in myself and this can be the smallest decision you guys it can be ordering something like deciding between two things on a menu at lunch like do or red or blue like the smallest decisions i actually feel like sometimes i have an easier time with bigger life (laughs) decisions (laughs) than i do with the smaller ones but you said what if because I I was I have no idea what I was trying to decide on but I go what if I make the wrong decision and you go what if no decision is the wrong decision and what if they're just both I could do this or I could you could get with just this decisions. or you could do with that or you can get with this or you can get with that yeah, yeah that. I feel like when you said that my brain exploded because I was like I've never thought of that before I've never so thought like of- there's
1: always within the decision yeah there's always a you were like, "Uh, red or blue," and you're like, "One of them's it's the wrong like you've watched too many bomb detonating movies, yes, you know?" Yes, that's what
0: oh, that's what everything feels like. Like, is yeah. it the red wire? Defuse the, the bomb. Or, yeah, yeah like, and I'm which like,
1: "One's gonna explode." Neither of them are blowing the house up. Yeah. So just pick one. It's yeah. not Like, and if you didn't like it, then just choose the other one. Yeah. Because you can oh, reverse, reverse, yeah. reverse, reverse. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just feel like that was a really eye-opening moment for me because I was like, "Oh." If I just think that everything always works out for me and mm-hmm. think that no decision is the wrong decision, and not, no, obviously being aware of hurting people. Or, right, or right. Something That's like not, that. not, I'm yeah. I'm not talking not. about like doing something that would affect someone else or hurt you, but just, you know, feeling stressed about which way to go, mm-hmm. even if it's just ordering something on a menu or picking a color for something. Yes. If you trust that no decision is the wrong decision and that everything's going to work out, yeah. like I've just moved so much more confidently just yeah. from that little conversation yeah. we had. If
1: you're, as long as you frame the decisions that you make i'm gonna show up the best version of me not ever but that i can be today Mm -hmm. i'm gonna bring whatever percentage of me that i can bring today and my intentions are good yes Just pick something
0: yeah just pick something and roll with it i feel like i need that tattooed on my forehead just Just pick pick something
1: something. (laughs) right and like it's okay and then like move forward and if it doesn't feel good yeah then switch gears
0: yeah like and that's how good like or no for next time yeah or no for
1: next time you know like when i started my new job i was like I, i you know i dealt with a lot of grief and stuff with it but like and and then I was being really hard on myself and not trusting my future self to, like, handle getting better and, like, all this stuff. And I was, like, talking to you so many nights, and you were just, like, just, here's, here's how she would be, like, I hear you. Uh, and, you know, just a gentle reminder that um, if this isn't the job, just change it. It's not for, it doesn't have to be forever just because you decided. And yeah. it was like her throwing the exact same thing. I was like, just pick something. <laughs> um, and if you don't like it, change gears. she But it was like her reminding me like, hey, I know you feel like mm-hmm. you made this forever decision and, get, and guess what? This is the same conversation we pretty much had about my divorce. You were like, hey, yeah. just because you made a commitment. Yeah does not mean that if it is bad for you Mm -hmm. and that's the caveat right Mm -hmm. if it's not good for you you change it yeah like if this doesn't long term look good for you and it doesn't feel good and it continues to not feel good like if you if you look at it and go why am i feeling this way right Mm -hmm. if you take the analysis from earlier in the podcast and go why do i feel like this Mm -hmm. am i feeling like this because i'm i'm Reliving an inadequacy from my childhood and it's something I just need to push through and wait out because Mm. I just need to let some shit go Mm -hmm. and let go that I don't need to be perfect at everything the first time I try it Mm -hmm. and I need to be okay with failing at stuff a couple of times before I get better at it and give myself grace in a learning process or is this consistently bad and negative and draining on my life and I've done that analysis and it's none of those things mm-hmm. and I need to fucking leave. Yeah. Then you leave. Yeah.
0: Then Just you change. The and that's fine.
1: Yeah. And it is fine. And it is fine. Like, y-
0: you did your best. Yes. Like, I even told you with the job, I go, you're not married to it and guess what? And even I was like, you know what's so <laughs> funny
1: is I left my marriage. Like, so, <laughs> like, guess I you're know
0: was like even if i was yeah you like Like, literally are in full control of getting we have a cat on either side of the couch and it feels very egyptian um (laughs) or like gargoyles Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. you know when they have like gargoyles on things oh yeah (laughs) um yeah i it's it's really wild because i think we just because we have a commitment to ourselves sure we'll commit to things and then not realize that we can just change them
1: yeah because we are Taking those things that we've committed to as part of our personality, so we feel like if we give up on it, we're giving up on ourselves. We build our identities around it. Yeah. Oh fuck. I know. Fuck! I'm sorry. <laughs> Here's to looking at you, kid. <laughs> but, and it, but it's a. Yeah. And, but once again, like n- now we know we can start looking at that more. Yeah. And go. Is this serving me positively? Mm-hmm. Is it consistently negative?
0: Yeah. How does this make me feel every day? How is it making me feel every day? Mm-hmm. Am I having a bad day? Am I, what am I thinking about myself when I think about this Yeah, thing?
1: there's a quote and it's like, it's a bad day, not a bad life. Mm-hmm. Is that
0: applicable? Mm-hmm. Or is it,
1: no, this is making my life yeah, bad. Yeah,
0: this is a bad situation.
1: Yeah. When I look at the future, is it does it all feel like this? And your gut
0: is usually right.
1: Uh-huh yeah
0: unfortunately yeah because I mean, you unfortunately but fortunately, unfortunately fortunately because
1: you can reason and logic yourself into fucking anything yeah. trust me yeah so if you just if we can learn to get back in touch with our bodies which is so much about what the divine experience is about yeah right yeah then we can we can start moving in ourselves into more graceful to ourselves more positive experiences more contented yeah. experiences yeah
0: i mean it's your life experience like that's why we call this the divine experience is because it's about taking your divine energy and recognizing it and just like owning that and doing your very best to just like maximize your ultimate experience your ultimate sleigh, and, <laughs> and just really go oh okay this really is my life it's my choose your own adventure yeah. and shit can happen shit will happen it's gonna be crazy inevitably like, yeah. yeah it's inevitably. gonna be wild y'all um But if you just trust yourself and just continue to trust your instinct and and really feel in yourself and not let... I'm really bad about... I'm very sensitive. So I've let emotions run my life and my decisions for a long time. And now I'm learning to be discerning between what's my gut instinct and what's like a mental fear or a what if that I'm projecting, right? And I think so much of the divine experience and just our life experience in general is just learning to settle into your gut instinct and like you said, settling into your body and just Mm -hmm. trusting that. And then once you start doing that, it's really easy to go, this feels good. I'll take that. This doesn't. No, thank you. And it just starts to become like, yes, no, yes, no, ping pong. Uh, uh." Yeah, and then decisions
1: are no longer... Oh, Untamed Yes, right here by Glennon Doyle. She talks about settling into the knowing mm-hmm. and she's like, once I started as a practice, she's like, someone's like, hey, there's this big decision and she'll be at work. And she's just like, I'll just go to the closet and settle into mm-hmm. my body. Mm-hmm. Does it feel warm mm-hmm. and inviting? Or does it feel cold and icky? And yeah. she's like, or and scary. If it's, yeah does it make what what does it make my body feel yeah like how how does my gut feel about it and she's like and we just go with whatever that is
0: I love that full-on instinct, or just full-on following your instincts. like Yeah. And it's it's amazing, and I think that's why it's important to keep talking about it. Like, when you say something, I'll be like, that's your instinct. I feel like I have to tell you. You have to know. <laughs> because, like, get used to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get used to trusting that feeling and go. Because it's a practice. Because I felt like this. You know, I just was telling you something I was doing the other night, and I go, I did this. And my instinct, while I was doing it, was like don't do that and i was like "Oop, too late too late i already <laughs> did it yeah but i knew and i was really easily able to later on like two weeks later but still go yeah. back and go oh, oh sh- i'm having this experience because i did this thing and my gut literally told me not to do that and this was yeah. such a minor thing yeah but it it made an impact on me yeah. you know so it's interesting it's it's really cool when you start to really Trust yourself. And and when you communicate these things you're experiencing and you communicate, you know, with your community or with your friends or with people around you that you feel safe with, you can unfold so much about yourself that you see and you're like oh wait i thought i was like this little trifold of a pamphlet but <laughs> yes. i this huge map of the universe with all of these creases and folds and stars and sh- you're so much bigger than you realize so yeah. um and i think we're going to be covering a lot more of that kind of stuff on this podcast and in the divine experience in general just getting in touch with your true self, your divine energy, and really trying to flow with that. And I think a lot of that has to come through conversation. It comes through conversation with us. I feel like that's how we we develop and self-actualize really quickly because we're able to talk about things so thanks for being here again this is so fun (laughs) and um, hopefully we have a little bit better luck with our audio and things like that we've definitely been working really hard to get this perfect for everybody so I am so glad that you guys joined us thank you for being our friends and for being here with us today And, and every day that you're here for the divine experience even just your own I'm just really thrilled that we get to be a part of each other's lives and share all this stuff. Um, make sure you follow the Divine Experience podcast on TikTok and on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, all that jazz. Uh, you can also check out um, my photography at My Camera Divine on Instagram and My Camera Divine on TikTok. On TikTok, I do a lot of videos where. You know, we talked about earlier, you're doing, you know, this is what your body looks like before and Mm -hmm. after. We talk about self-love and self-care a lot. So if you want more of that, but in really tiny intervals where you don't necessarily want to sit down for a full podcast, that's a good place to do that. Um, And my camera is M-A-K-A-M-E-R-A. So very exciting. Um, We'll be here soon. And I can't wait to chat more with y'all. And I'm excited to continue to unfold the divine experience together. So love you. Bye. Yay, Luna! Yay, yeah, we did Linda. Oh, I was going to high-five you. Oh, <laughs> My little niece. Oh, Low-five. Low-five. like You know, those 76-year-olds really rubbed off on you.
1: Dude, for real? He was rubbing real hard against I'm him. sure. <laughs> Great dancer.
0: This list. is a crazy contraption to get out of. <laughs> <laughs> it's so this is not a divine experience. <laughs> this is so not divine <laughs> I had to be so bad. I was holding it It for so long.